where like I'm trying to like just do these not skits, but it's just me riffing in front of a camera and, and I'm here yeah. by myself. And even though I'm by myself, I cannot get myself through it, dude. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. It's it's weird. Have you do, do you do like stuff like that? Like or have you ever like been like a influencer where you would talk in front of the camera? It's, it's rough. No. I haven't. I think the closest thing for me is like when I write, I usually like talk to myself and so I'll do it like in front of a mirror so I don't feel like that stupid by myself, but I'm also like you look fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> All the time, dude. All the yeah, time. Yeah. And thank God I can edit it out, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Right? Like some people just let it fly and it's the craziest thing for me. Like single podcast, single right. person podcast. It's like you can edit it. No one's yeah. stopping you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um what's up, Whitney? Hey, thanks for having me. Of course, dude. I'm excited to have you, dude. I've been wanting yeah. you on for a minute. Glad to have you I'm on. honored. Yeah. <laughs> so let me know a little bit about you. Like, um, what, what I don't like. I said I don't know anything about you. So where, where are you from? Where, like, how We're long have you been from scratch. Starting from scratch. Yeah. yeah. So I'm from Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Oh wow. I yeah, not just a hop, skip, and a jump from here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I grew up in Virginia. Then I lived in Atlanta for a bit. Then I moved to South Carolina. That's where I started stand-up. And then, like, six months later, I moved to L.A. No kidding. So I think, yeah, I did the whole Southeast. Yeah? And how are you, like, in L.A. compared to everywhere Oh, else? I love it. Yeah, I'm never coming back. No, you're going to stay here? I'm going to stay here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, dude. Good for you. Uh, so you've been doing comedy for how long? Almost three years. Three years. And how has that, how was the, the first six months, uh, like, outside of L.A. compared to the first six months in L.A. for you? It was weird because the scene's obviously so much smaller. So there's, like, in a way, a lot more, like, opportunity out there. So I thought it was normal to make, like, $50 a show, get these, like, 20-minute sets, like, three months in that I totally did not deserve or, like, have the skills for. Then I moved out here, and I was like, oh, shit. People, this is what, like, People are good out here. Yeah. It's yeah, and you you pay the money to do the sets. It's I'm in the red now because yeah. in South Carolina I was like, oh, this is like a fun side hustle. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. It's just hustle here. It's hustle here. Um, I'm just checking these cameras are wrong. Sorry. What? Uh, damn, lost my train of thought. When you moved to LA, did you feel like you had to start all over, or did you feel like the six months that you had would kind of helped you transition to here? I had a little bit of a set. I had a, you know, I thought I had 20 minutes and I'm like, I'm, I'm crushing. And then I moved here. I'm like, oh, it's maybe seven. Wow. So I had like enough to get through open mic. So people are like, oh, she's funny. But I, in general, I felt like I had to start over because like I knew nobody's and like that's pretty much how you get on shows as open micers. You just like have friends who are also putting on shows. So it took me a while to kind of get my footing there. But got it. Yeah. That's uh, why I don't want to move again. I'm like, I don't want to start over again. No. Yeah, that it, that's what I hear a lot when people do move. If they say it feels like they're starting over, which has got to yeah. be like a really trippy feeling. Yeah, that's why I'm glad I did it early. So I like got all the really bad stuff out of the way, moved here, and I'm like, okay, I kind of ish know things. Mm-hmm. I can trick people into thinking like oh, I've been doing this longer than I have. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now here we are. Now here we are. Well, I totally forgot about the improv stuff, but we're going to do it. This oh, little yeah. Fr- so basically, this is something new for the podcast. I'm a little blurry here probably because uh, I kind of rushed in today. But I'm going to do a thing where it's kind of like an improv where I just we, I just throw out topics and we kind of riff about it. And then uh, I think it's going to be a fun way to see how. And I feel like that's fitting because I think we like met at improv mics. That's true. Like fourth wall and the Hollywood comedy ones. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. All right. Are you ready? 
Ready. We'll just fucking kind of riff on it. It's, we'll see if this works. We'll just, it's an experiement. If it, it doesn't might not. work, yeah, it, yeah, it's gonna be bad. But the first one is Filipinos who walk, talk, and act black. That is so specific. I feel like that's so many things that I can't comment on too. <laughs> I feel like that happens a lot, though. There, there Does are it? there are a lot of Filipinos who walk, talk, and act. I, I had my phase. You <laughs> you had your phase. I had my phase. Okay, so you're, this is just you. There's a lot of Filipinos. My cousins. No, but this is that topic is just kind of like you younger. Yeah. So when was this phase? This phase, uh, I would say it started when I was when I first heard Eminem. So this was like uh, eight or nine. Oh maybe. wow! Yeah, I'm, little, I'm dating funny. myself now. A yeah. Older, huh? The eight or nine? How old are you? Thirty-four. Thirty? No way. Yeah. I would have given you like a twenty-four. Twenty-four. Twenty-four to twenty-six. Yeah, I get that a lot. I get that a lot too, though. Do you? Okay, I'm not gonna ask. Actually, I, I've learned my lesson. I asked 31. too many women. For real? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. You look great. Look I thought you were baby in your faces. right? Are you Asian? No, Mexican. Oh, okay. I always I thought you were a little Asian. People do think I'm a little Asian. Yeah. Which as a kid I really wanted to be Asian. So I'm very flattered. No shit. I would like draw family pictures, like family portraits, and I would draw myself Asian. My mom's like, who's that? <laughs> I'm like, that's me. <laughs> but I would also have purple eyes because I thought that was pretty. <laughs> it made a, no sense. That's fucking hilarious, dude. What kind of Asian did you want to be? Was there like a specific culture? Um, I think I like Chinese. Chinese? No way. Yeah. Okay. What What about the Chinese that was so like intriguing for you? I don't know. But as a kid, I'm just like, that's that's me. Yeah. And we, then I grew up and I'm like, that's not cool, Wit. <laughs> Younger Wit, that's, we gotta. Especially nowadays. Especially nowadays. <laughs> gotta embrace that quarter Mexican I got. <laughs> yeah, there you go, dude. There you go. I'm, I'm not even gonna do the rest of the improvs. Those are, the rest of them are really stupid. I thought that was gonna be fun. Do it was more. fun. It was fun because it opened up a conversation. It did. Now you let's talk about this. How when how old were you when you wanted to be Chinese? Oh, probably like six or seven. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Like you know, like kindergarten, first grade kind of age. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. I remember watching like Disney Channel, and I thought like Brenda Song was like just the prettiest person on the planet. She was very pretty. She still was, is. Still, still is. Gorgeous. Still is. Yeah. yeah. Still is. I didn't know she married the Home Alone kid. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, they're married. What? And they have like one or two kids now. Wait, what? That's crazy, right? Macaulay Culkin? I thought, I actually don't know what the hell Macaulay Culkin was doing. I saw it on Instagram. Yeah? Yeah, so in case you were wondering what either of them were up to. I was was very curious, actually. (laughs) They found love. Uh, Well, let's go back to me wanting to be black, I guess. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) How long did you want to be black for? Uh, I still do. You still? I still do. I get that. Yeah. I love the culture. You know what I mean? The culture's great. Their style no. is better than everybody. Everybody. And they make everything cool. Yeah, yeah. Everything White people ruin cool. everything. Yeah. Uh, I, they ruin They introduce something. things to the culture, right? And yeah. then along the way, other cultures make it cooler. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not oh, white. I can't. Oh, so you think we're all kind of like collabing. Colla- there you go. Yeah. yeah, dude. Like a remix. Everything's like a remix. Everything, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of music you listen to, dude? Oh, uh, the worst. I'm so bad at music. It's. I have like the... If a real housewife sang it, I'm gonna listen to it. I like disgusting pop, like the Mamma Mia 2 soundtrack slaps. It's if I could I could DJ a Bachelorette in Crush, and that's it. Anywhere Just the Mamma Mia? Mamma Mia 2. Two. Oh, oh. The second one. The second one? Yeah. Is that the one with Pierce Brosnan? No. Wait, he's been I both think of he's them. He's in both with, of them. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't watch musicals really. That's not my thing. That's the only one I watch. That's the musical. only musical you watch? Yeah. I watch Sweeney Todd. Haven't seen that one. You got to watch it. It's a Johnny Depp. Oh. It's a re- it's a cool twist at the end too, and it's like Tim Burton directed it, and it's like in this 1800s, 1700s, like uh, Britain. 
So everything's dirty. It's all dark. Yeah. Really cool. Really cool story. He's like a barber okay. who kills. A barber who kills? Yeah. Like, you know, the oh. old school life. Yeah. That's kind of fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's a good musical. Um, yeah. Musical and crime. I feel like every girl would love that. Yeah. Oh, Johnny and Johnny Depp. And Johnny Depp. A young Johnny Depp. A young, yeah. Taking out what just happened, you know what I mean? Or recently. I don't keep up with celebrities that much, so, yeah. Do you watch movies? No. No? Not a movie person. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're a TV girl. I'm a TV girl. Yeah. My attention span just can't do it. (laughs) It's And that's why I like documentaries, because, like, it's long and I can commit, but because I have that every hour, like, you can leave. Like, the episode's over. Oh, documentary series. Mm -hmm. Ah, those are gripping. Like the, I'm really into get, the cult ones right now. Yeah, okay. What, what what's one? Uh, what cults? The everlasting. What is it called? Everlasting love. It's called the a documentary is called Escaping Twin Flames. Okay. It's basically this cult that's like all about finding your true love. That one's just crazy. Uh, oh. And then there's one similar that someone at Fourth Wall was like, "Wait, if you like that, you have to watch this." So oh, I think the, it was there that day. Then you yeah, probably were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Nixium one, the sex cult. Yeah, that's the first right, yeah. three episodes. I was sold. For I was real? like. <laughs> this, what's wrong here? <laughs> where, where can I join? But they're already shut down, so I can't. <laughs> Are you susceptible to cults? Have you? Oh my ever god, been in to a cult? everything. No, I'm surprised I haven't. I fall for a lot. Yeah, me too. A mediocre salesperson. Yeah, I'm in. Same here. But um, same here. In I high school, lie. I wasn't allowed to watch The Hills. Because my dad was like, that's a bad influence on young and impressionable girls. Like on MTV, The Hills? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a great show, by the way. I watched it this year for the first time. What? Yeah, because I wasn't allowed. And then I was so mad. I was like, what do you think I'm going to do, Dad? Go play the hills? And then watching this fucking cult stuff, I'm like, he had a point. He had a point. I want to join his ex cult now. <laughs> what about it? This is, like, intriguing for you to want to join. Well, it's only the first couple episodes where they're just, like, talking about, like, you know, everyone has their limiting beliefs and, like, their fears and stuff. And if you, like... I don't know what they do, but they, like, talk through it, and then they just cure it. Hmm. Like, one guy had, like, panic attacks on freeways, like, every time he drove. <laughs> and they did something, and then he didn't anymore. Like, sexually? No, this is before it got bad. This okay. was, like, oh, when it was, like, self-improvement. Okay, gotcha. Because I gotcha. love a self-improvement moment. Right. And then it got weird. And that's when I was like, okay, I see why this is bad. They all get weird. Have you seen the Brickroom Yoga one? No, we is that another cold? It's uh, so basically, you know, Bikram yoga. It's like that hot. It's a hot yoga. Yeah, it's awful. So the dude was like, kind of weird. Got kind of weird about it, and it yeah. became like a cult where he was like, "I'd be so into that." Doing all that. Yeah. <laughs> Sign Just me like up. Just like a fifty-year-old Indian man in a whitey tighties doing hot yoga. <laughs> I just be like, up. "Can we turn the temperature down a little bit?" But I'm in because <laughs> I hate sweating. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I've. I went to your Instagram before you got here and went to your reels. Oh, God. Your reels are fucking hilarious. I think this is a style, dude. Like, the one, especially the one where you're not in frame, that to me, I don't know why, oh, is the funniest <laughs> thing. I, I, like, I, re, I rewatched it, like, three times. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it was great. People have been shitting on me for my reels because they're like, it's not a joke, and you're out of frame, and, like, it's... I, I saw this one guy who, like, uh-huh. posted his – he did his own special recently. Okay. And, like, he did a little trailer for it. And uh-huh. it was all kind of, like, B-roll kind of moments, little outtakes. He just kind of cut together to music. And it perfectly captured his personality and just his vibe of the whole thing. And I'm like, I love that. Yeah. I like that more than, like, giving away your jokes or just, like, crowd work that everyone's doing. Yeah, right. So I'm trying to make my own little trailers just for myself. Like, that's just, like, the vibe of my set. 
Dude, I think you should. I should ru run with it because, yeah. like I said, if it catches someone's eye, it's got to catch more than one person's. You know what I mean? I caught I got my one eye. eye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, dude, that stuff is funny to me. Like, we ha just had a chick in here who's uh, done her did her first podcast, oh, yeah? and she did like true crime stuff, uh, like social media, like kind of oh, reels. Yeah, and she came in here, did her own podcast, and I didn't know it, think she was going to be like a comedian or anything like that. But the way she was just talking, she, I was like, "What do you want me to do with this camera?" She's like, "Just make it look like here, I'm here alone." But like it was her style, you know what I mean? She like developed her style through like through visual comedy, oh. which she's never done before. But it's just her. So if you it, like you embracing your style, yeah, of, like editing and like that, of just the that real, look, yeah, yeah, the look, right, the style, um, run with it because it's very intriguing, dude. Because I feel like I haven't seen that many other people doing it. Exactly. It's very unique. And there's this girl on TikTok who I love. Her name's Coco Moco. She's very like about predicting trends and upcoming stuff and whatever. She, the way she likes to work is like, she thinks a marketing or any kind of person will pop off if they like lean into a bad idea. Mm. She used to work at BuzzFeed. And so whenever they wanted like, what's the next thing we're going to do? But bad ideas only. Mm. Because if you try too hard to be a good idea, it's just going to be like boring and just like everything else. That's a good way to approach it, dude. So that's kind of what I'm thinking my style of real is. It's like, it's not great, <laughs> but it's, it's, you, it's a style. It's, it's a unique. Style. Yeah. It's not working yet, but it could. <laughs> like, uh, what's so J, do you know JP Puth and Vito? Yeah. So he came up with this style on his Instagram where he's using puppets. Have you seen that? No. Over his jokes. And it works, That's dude, because it's him. So right? funny. It's unique. And like, I saw this other guy, I don't know what the comedian's name is, but he has this bit that he tells, and he, it's like a hybrid where it's his stand up stuff, but it cuts into him doing the skit of the joke. Oh. Dude, it was those and like how that's developing because that's so much production, right? Yeah, right. But it's like it's unique. It's giving them style. It's giving me a reason to want to watch their shit right, because right. we're so used to just people up there and talking. You know what I mean? Yeah, because there's such pressure. Like e even as like I'm hardly three years in, it's like oh you gotta have a social media presence, which yeah. I think is a load of shit. I'm like, let me be worth following first. Let me get mm. good. I feel like I have a few more years before I'm like really cooking. But because, like, everyone's like, like, I'm just posting my little bullshitty clips. Keep doing those, dude. Just just so you at least, you know, get the vibe. Yeah, and a, a lot yeah. of those bits, I, I noticed there were a lot of crowd work. Where did you have, like, have you posted a, one of your bits before? Or, or? I haven't posted a bit bit yet. Well, I have the two that I did, like, last year of, like, bits kind of gone wrong. Like, when I like, did right. a joke, but I broke the mic stand. Yeah, yeah. I killed that joke anyway, so I'm like, I don't care if it's on the internet. <laughs> okay. And then okay. I forgot what the other one was, but yeah, those are the only two like actual jokes I've posted. Okay. And do you feel like, uh, because I, I, this is a discussion I have with everybody, especially people who are doing like the social media stuff, you know what I mean? And like kind of gauging with people like you who don't. Yeah. And cause I'm, I'm only six months in, so I'm trying to gauge what I need to do. You know what I mean? Um, I think you just hit all the mics. Yeah. You just get real good in the shadows and then... Yeah, then when pop someone off. pop off. Yeah. Because then it's like, oh, you think that's funny? I got a lot more where that came from. Yeah. Like, that's the vibe I think I, is I'm going for. Right, because I think you're smart in posting your crowd work stuff. Number one, yeah. it's in right now. Number two, it's like you're, you know, cooking up stuff in the kitchen. Yeah. Right, and you're keeping that close to, your, close to you. Yeah, I kind of just like, yeah, kind of like things gone wrong, too. Mm. I don't like posting things going, like, perfect. Oh, like there's that's that, a style. There's that one crowd work that's where right. I had the question. I was like, would you rather this or that? And the crowd just completely took over. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> this. I, there's nothing I can do to save this now. You guys just, they were so funny. So it right. was a great time. But I was just like, 
this has never gone so wrong before. Right. So I like stuff like that and just showing that, like, you know, I, I'm learning because that's because I am. Like I said, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of fun to like see someone like kind of growing too. Right. We're, three years in, where do you think like you're at? Like, what do you think you're struggling with the most right now? Ugh, I think it's still kind of finding my voice. Cause yeah, like the first everybody. two and a half, all I talked about was dating and relationships. That, cause it's easy, it's relatable. But I'm like, I have so many other things I wanna talk about. I just don't know how. Are you, and you're still trying to figure it out. I'm still figuring it out. What What have you learned in the past year? Then, to kind of that kind of have you because like have you felt like you've made at least uh, steps towards that or? I don't know. I this year I think it was a lot of being okay with like not things not being perfect because mm. I was also very like these are my jokes word for word right and if I don't fucking say it right, right. it's yeah I've just combust right but if you say it word for word I, in my experience it comes out weird right or is it that can he can yeah like when you're still like trying to remember it as right, soon as it's right. muscle memory yeah you're good but yeah this year was a lot about just like that's why i've been going to the improv mics just being looser on stage and just being more getting more stage confidence because i hide it well but i'm very insecure on stage and not confident really in are you serious <laughs> yeah dude you to me you're the most like just i could listen to you all day honestly that's crazy because it's it's you just—it just seems like that's where you're most comfortable—is on stage. Oh, you're full fooling, of shit. dude. You're fooling me. Yeah, that's crazy. Good for you to be able Thank to you. do that. You know what I mean? And hone that in. Because yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen you at a show. I've only think I've no. seen you at mics. Yeah, yeah those—it's so. always a mess. <laughs> yeah, of course. But it's—it's it's like you know, it's good that I can see that though. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Hopefully, other people can as well. You know what I mean? Because I don't have—I don't have scrubs on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? No scrubs on here. Yeah, no scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you think you, going back to the cult stuff, do you think you're into the cult stuff now? Because from what I've heard, the dating in LA, the scene in LA is very difficult. Is it? Has it been for you? It's not, okay. I, as much as I talked about dating, I really didn't do it. Comedy was my boyfriend. Oh, like I only okay. had time for that. So the, like, I, and I, this year I decided to like start actually going on dates. It's not that Sorry. bad. It's, no? No. People are flaky, and yeah. that's annoying, but I'm also really flaky. So I'm just like, ah, <laughs> comes around, goes around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, people are generally pretty cool. The most cringy thing I've had here is one guy was trying to, like, name drop the cast of Glee. Oh, gosh. He was like, yeah, he's hanging out with them. Like, that wasn't cool even when the show was on. <laughs> so... Yeah. Uh, that's the worst, man, the name droppers. Right, right. Especially like that. Like maybe one or two is kind of cool. If it's someone if it's actually cool. Yeah, if it's interesting. Yeah, you not know fucking Artie in the wheelchair. Like He's like, yeah, we did dance classes together. And I'm like, well, I guess he's not actually in the wheelchair. But like, still, <laughs> like, if I didn't know the show, like, what kind, of wheel, what kind of dance class is he doing? Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Wheelchair dance class. They probably have those. They for sure have. They for sure have. Yeah. Them, yeah. If there's an Olympics, they have a, a tango they have class. A dance class. Yeah. They have a tango class. I wonder how that works. I wonder how the hips, how they move the hips. Is it just? It's all in the shoulders. A lot of shimmying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny visual. I can't lie. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy for you though. That. Uh, so you. So do you treat how how many mics do you hit now? I if I get ten, yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. Same, Last yeah. week I had. Uh, work off so I hit 17 good for you I was so tired and like one day I hit five and I think I had a stroke at the fifth one (laughs) it was at west side I was like I did like 
two minutes of my set. And I was like, how have I not gotten the light yeah. yet? <laughs> and I just started having a meltdown. That is the worst, and I though. didn't know how to land yeah. the plane. Yeah. And I just, I just got off stage and people were like, what the fuck just happened up there? <laughs> no shit, dude. I was like, I need to go to bed. <laughs> just short circuit it. <laughs> Good for you, though. That's for hitting those mics like that. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I love a mic marathon. I'm yeah, such a dork. Yeah. yeah. No, it feels good, especially if you haven't done it in a while and, like, you can just get it all out in a day. Yeah, because if you don't do it for a while, there's so much shit you just got to, like, clear out. Exactly. And you got to see if things work. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you – how often do you write? Uh, it kind of depends on the week. Yeah. It's – I d- I try not to force it because mm. I'm just like, yeah, I want this to be fun still. Yeah, true. But at the same time, like, I do want to do this for a job, so I do need to have some kind of – I feel like if you're thinking, you're writing though. Yeah. Like sitting down to write, I don't do it as often as I should, but I'm, I'm always, you know, tossing yeah. with some premise. Or just writing, head. you know, premises down and in stuff my, like that. Oh, I'll yeah. text myself. That's all the time. Yeah. I literally text myself all the premises so I can just scroll. Just random them. phrases. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes I don't even know what they mean when I go back and yeah, reread yeah. them. I'm like, what the fuck was this for? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have the dumbest notes. Yeah, the dumbest notes, dude. Yeah, I think I when I I woke up this this was one of those like you're half falling asleep and you're like this is fucking brilliant. <laughs> I woke up and it said discounted groceries, or not discount. It was a uh, secondhand groceries. Secondhand groceries. Where was I going with that? <laughs> <laughs> was that a business idea? Like sharks? <laughs> I mean, gone through a MLM, trash can? Like <laughs> MLM. I start the cult. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Which MLMs? I am susceptible to MLMs. I'm a I'm a. Really? I'm Have a you ever joined one? Uh, three. Three? That's so many. Three, yeah. The worst one was Hollywood. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, but I, I actually got in a conversation about uh, with someone about MLMs, and she told me that uh, she was in a candle MLM, like where they oh. sell candles. And she said the funniest line, dude. She goes, I was in the candle MLM, and my candle mommy was a man named Babe. Everything and about that makes no sense. At all. But it makes total sense. My for, candle mommy was a man named Babe. Yes. That's literally, it came out of her mouth. I was like, dude, that is a bit right there. <laughs> a candle cult, too. A that's candle so cult. funny. The, it, that was the funniest fucking just one-liner I've ever heard. Yeah, It was yeah. so interesting. You know what I mean? It, paints, it like paints a perfect picture in your head. <laughs> and then like they have like the sex toys MLMs. Oh, I've heard of those. Those, those yeah. are crazy. That's a lot. That's they, a they lot. They would go to colleges, too. Oh, wow. And then they would have, like, little parties with them. And then I'm like, are people testing these? This is crazy. They, they are, apparently. They That's, demonstrate. It's, not. T- it's like, demonstrating. So yeah. it's, it's, like, illegally okay, I guess. It's legally not yeah. a show. Remember, in college, they would go to different sororities and have those parties. But my sorority never did it. Right. But, yeah, I remember being skeezed out. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I feel like that's a solo journey. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Call me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How was a uh, sorority life? What college did you go to? I went to James Madison. Okay, in like I, Harrisonburg, Virginia. Okay, I have, I have heard of James Madison actually. Yeah, it's yeah, a pretty fun time. Yeah, yeah. What, what uh, sorority? Uh, it was called ASA. ASA. I don't think I've heard that. Uh, one. But it's a small one. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I, I was like on like the. What, I was like the social chair, so everyone got together from all like different schools and stuff, and I just like looked around, I was like. Oh, these are nice. <laughs> these are whole, us. Whole this is us. Barnyard explosion yeah. of girls. <laughs> <laughs> barnyard explosion. Like, but I'm right there with you guys, so I'm no cooler. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Look at you, dude. Just doing You've lived it a all. life. <laughs> you have lived a life. 
I don't know. I lived on a couch for two years. What? I, I believe it or not. Yeah. Where? In Atlanta. That's when I was in grad school. No kidding. Yeah, my best friend was like, yeah, just stay on my couch for a bit. And I was like, yeah. And then two years later, I was like, I never moved out. <laughs> was it at least a pullout couch? Oh, yeah. yeah. With the, it ruled. The By the end thing. of it, it was a hammock. Yeah. But <laughs> it was pretty sick. <laughs> God damn. Did you save on rent at least? I paid the you? utilities. Oh, that's which, perfect. Yeah, not that bad. Not at all. Especially in Atlanta. Cheap, right? Yeah, fairly yeah. Fairly cheap. Yeah. Yeah, fairly cheap. You got no shows tonight? I, I know I asked you this earlier, but I don't uh, know. No shows no tonight. Show. Doing karaoke, though. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so, that's in right. a way, I do have a show. There you go. See, the Asian side coming out again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, uh, what's kind of like, where do you want to take this comedy stuff? Like, what do you want to, what's, what's like the ideal life? I feel like the ideal life, I'm, I just like the stand-up part. I just want to be able to do it for a living and tour all around the country. I think that'd be sick. Right. Everyone's like, oh, you have to write sitcoms and do this. And I'm like, but I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> Stand up by itself already has a lot of homework and bullshit. I'm like, I can't do more on top of that. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, dude. I got my day job to exactly. worry about. <laughs> Which is a full-time job. Yeah, full-time? yeah. full-time? Yeah. Because you said you, were on, you go to production sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah, I went in a couple weeks. Okay. Yeah, luckily it's in L.A. Usually we go to, like, Vancouver or Toronto. And, like, it's fun, but... It's exhausting, and then I get anxious that I'm not, like, doing the mics here. Right. Do you do mics when you go travel? I do. Nice. That is pretty fun. Yeah. I went to Mike in Vancouver and then booked a couple shows. Good for you, And then I invited my boss, and, well, I didn't invite them, but, like, I told my boss, and he invited all the clients, and it was, like, 20 people for me, and I'm like, I'm doing a really raunchy set tonight. (laughs) Uh, How'd it go? Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, I brought the whole crowd, basically, so I did great. Everyone's like, whoa. I'm like, little do you know, I know everybody here. <laughs> this is a scam. Is, is this an MLM? Yeah. <laughs> You're starting your own cult, dude. Yep. Comedy cult. Comedy sex cult. Comedy cult, yeah. Comedy sex cult. Oh, God. That'd be that, the most that, awkward thing ever. That would get a little weird. Because like comedians are so awkward. And we always be like. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> That's good for you, though, that you, you have that opportunity to kind of do mics. Outside of LA, yeah, I, yeah. I, I did like one of my first ones. Uh, it's like not outside of LA, but it's Whittier. You ever heard of Whittier? I've it's heard like, of it. It's like an hour away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like south, but there's like a comedian who starting to produce his own shows, and that's where he lives. Oh. Um, but he brought literally almost fifty people, dude. It was in, it was a bar show. That's so fun. And dude, a it, packed bar show rules. It was the best show. That was my first one, like bar show. That was, it was the funnest thing I've ever experienced. Damn. Yeah. Six months in, obviously, but yeah, it, it was still. super fucking fun, man. And the crowd was great. And that's just like setting the bar for shows. And you're like, oh, wait, yeah. they don't, they're not all like this <laughs> shit. Because yeah. I actually went in there. I was just like, oh, man, like a lot of people were telling me about bar shows. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? I was like, uh, we'll see what happens. Oh, I love a bar show. Yeah? They're so fun. That was my first one. It yeah. Was, I mean, sometimes it's bad and it's like, it's definitely ambush vibes and they didn't know you were there. But like, then you're just like, it doesn't matter what I do now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. How do you handle bombing on, on stage? I used to just pretend it wasn't happening, and I would just keep going with my set, and people were like, you're really good at bombing. You're so unfazed. And I'm just, like, basically reciting my lines at that right, point. Right, yeah, just, exactly. But now I've learned to um, address it a little bit. It will help. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely. even, like, sometimes you have to go after the crowd a little bit, and that's okay. Like, if you don't do it in a mean way, right. it can help. Right. But I used to just power through it was bad really I'd, i've never been able to like 
come to terms with doing that, just like staying with the set. Even my first one, I don't know if you saw the video on my Instagram, but it's like, it was my first time ever. And I had like a three minute bit where the punchline was literally at the end of the three minutes. That's so embarrassing. I feel like all of our first joke was a three minute bit that could have been a one liner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Right there with you. And uh, halfway through, I just threw the bit out and I was just like self-deprecating myself. And really? it worked. So you just went off script first thing. Dude, and all my homies who were there, they came up to me. I was like, that was planned, wasn't it? I was like, not at no. all, dude. Not at all. I just went into, I was like, all my, it's my birthday tomorrow. All my fucking friends are here. I'm fucking bombing. They're going to go home and tell their mom, <laughs> their dad, their girlfriends. They go home and kill myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and dude, the crowd immediately was fucking great. So it's like, I'm kind of glad that I kind of had that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like off the off the rip. It was just like the first time I, I just knew in my head, I was like, all right, throw this away and just fucking do something else. And it's else. okay to do that. Yeah. And it's helped me so much. And all these other ones, cause you know how six months is, I don't even, I don't even think I have a solid three. Yeah. You know what I mean? I still like, feel like that some days. Yeah, dude. And it's like, I do rely on that sometimes like the crowd work, especially cause I have ex experience with the podcast now where I'm able to, to kind of navigate a conversation. Yeah. 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 So I don't know if it's like a good thing or a bad thing. No, right I think now. it's a great thing. Because my first few sets went pretty well. So then it, I was like, okay, so I planned the jokes and they're going to go great. And the first time they didn't, I was like, what the fuck now? Like, th that's what I have. Like, I don't have anything else planned and I'm too scared to, like, actually engage. And it's, so, It is scary. Yeah. It is scary. But I hate, I just hate it sometimes when I fucking think I have, like, this really good joke. And it's worked a lot. And yeah. sometimes in sh some shows they just won't work. Like, I'm trying to get used to that still. Like right. that's a weird thing for me. Like when some when a joke works most shows, and then one, that one show, everyone's just like, "What the fuck is Everyone's going like, on?" Everyone's like, "What?" Yeah, and it makes you rethink that and joke. Then you pause, and you're yeah. like, "They're gonna get it." Yeah. <laughs> they never and they're like, it. "We still don't." <laughs> <laughs> what was like one of the uh, a show for you where it ended up turning out awful, but you learned a lot from? Oh gosh. And what happened? Uh, it's probably one of my earlier on shows. It was in Charlotte, North Carolina. It was at a pizza place at 6 p.m. So this fuck? is back when I was like all dating relationships and it was a lot dirtier mm. than it was is now. But, you know, I'm like, that's my set. That's all I have. And so I look, get to the place, look around, there are kids everywhere. Oh, my just God. So, like, this tall, like little kids. And I'm just like. <laughs> And then all the other comics know my set, and they're just laughing. Like, this is going to be so bad for you. Because <laughs> they had all been doing it long enough. They're like, we have other things to talk about. Like, we can, they can talk about this or that. And I'm like, nope, nope. I'm and good. you stuck with it the whole time? I had, like, one with a big act out. That's super inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> and kids were, like, ringing around the rosying around me. as I, I was like, did I just give, like, six-year-olds the talk? <laughs> and then the management got mad after. So that's when I learned, like, pivot. Mm. You need to pivot sometimes. And that's, yeah, that set's not for all times of day. Yeah. Did you did you change up your joke writing after that? Like, did you just get I less just, raunchier? I, I picked different shows. I was like, what mm. time is it? Who's going to be there? I'm, I'm not ready for the sunlight yet. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious dude that I, that image is hilarious you're just doing a raunchy joke and there's ring around the oh rosy oh my god yeah that right there is like a, a style too like if you were to try to do something like that that'd be fucking hilarious I mean that's a lot of kids involved but you know it's a lot of traumatized kids yeah a lot of traumatized kids I'd have to be sponsored by BetterHelp and then have <laughs> all them covered or something do you, uh, do you do therapy? I did for a little bit mm -hmm. during like season one of COVID okay 
because uh, I was living alone in Greenville, South Carolina. Didn't really know anyone there. I had just moved there. And yeah, I'm like, I need someone besides my mom to talk to and mm. bitch about or bitch to, mm. you know, just. She wasn't the best, mm-hmm. but we were great pe- friends. Mm-hmm. She like, wanted to be my best friend. I'm like, I could get bad advice from my friends for free. Yeah. So. <laughs> How long was that? That was like three or four months. Do you feel like it helped or is it just like kind of like an outlet to go to to kind of talk? It was kind of an outlet because I was like in a relationship at the time and oh, I like wow. wasn't happy about it. And so I think my mom was sick of hearing about it. So I'm like, I'm going to annoy this lady about yeah. it. And so when I finally broke up with him, she was like, oh, my God, I didn't think you were going to do it. I'm like, that's not what you should tell him. You should. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you proud of me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she. Yeah, I don't know if I got much out of it. That's wild. I taught her how to turn her camera on and off on Zoom, so really she got something out of it. Mm. And she got a lot of laughs. <laughs> so that's wild, dude. That, I mean, that kind of sucks because I, I had I was in a relationship during COVID. I still am. Um, you survived. Yeah, but it, it, it was, I mean, obviously with it, it's like we were drinking a lot more. You know oh, my I mean? God, yeah. Like literally we'd just start off the day fucking drinking. Like it was, it, it got so bad for us. For me yeah. in particular, like I was just drunk all the fucking time. So was I. Yeah, gained that fucking alcohol weight, like almost twenty pounds of it, dude. But no one was around to see it. That's true. So it's okay. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that must have been a time being alone during that. I can only imagine how difficult that. was. Yeah, that's that's how I knew how done I was with the relationship. I was like, I'd rather be by myself in the studio apartment in a city with nobody than date you. That's so mean. But like, <laughs> so did you start comedy before or after COVID? Uh, like in the middle of it, like January, 2021. Oh, okay. Okay. So and I was in South Carolina. So like they closed for two weeks and then they were like, and eh, no. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. I got to go to a club. No one's wearing a mask. It's just like nothing's, you know? So I figured I'll go to this. I don't know anyone here. So if it goes badly, I'll just stay home and never leave and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But it went well enough. Yeah. And what was kind of like the catalyst for you to finally do comedy? I think. They, honestly, I think I just went so crazy in quarantine. Yeah. And just like, I don't know. I I needed to like find my voice again. Cause like I like had kind of lost myself in that last relationship. Just mm. kind of like forgot I was a funny person. So like we broke up and I was like, wait, you're kind of funny. Right. Hold on. Like, so I figured that was always like something I wanted to try. So I, someone, someone on my kickball team at the time said he wanted to try it. And I was like, Wait, same. And then some guy at work who did do comedy was like, okay, do it this Thursday. If you're not doing it this Thursday, you're probably never going to do it. Mm. So I got pressured. There you go. Your pressure works so well on me. It's great. Peer pressure is needed. (laughs) We need it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, That's wild, dude. I I feel like a a lot of people I've talked to anyway, obviously, we're all kind of in the same boat. But there was something with the pandemic to where it, like, forced people to kind of want to do stand-up. It's just like... What is there to lose? Like, the world's on fire and everything's terrible. Like, Mm -hmm. me trying stand-up, like, it's fine. Yeah, and you've always wanted to do it? Yeah, yeah. I never, it took me forever to admit it because I thought it was embarrassing. Mm. And just people being like, you? Really? Yeah, I never thought I could do it, to be honest with you. Me neither. Right? Yeah, I hate public speaking. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a public speaking. I just never thought I was, like, smart. Like, I could write jokes and stuff like that. that. Like, I I feel like a lot of my comedy, because I was, like, the class clown in high school. But really? a lot, yeah, but a lot of like my comedy was just like loud, inappropriate. You know what I mean? Look at me, look at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, see, I yeah. was always very quiet in high school. Like no I was shit. funny with my friends, but mm. like 
very shy and like reserved. Like I like to know everyone else's vibe before I like you open, open up. up. That's actually interesting. Actually, I'm on the same boat with you right there. Yeah, yeah. I am. I, and I feel like I come off too animated at first because I want people to feel comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I also do love figuring out what makes people laugh when I first meet them too. So I'm like, if I can get you to laugh, then I'll feel comfortable around yeah. you. Yeah. I always start with some conspiracy theory. <laughs> Which one? Uh, I don't know. Uh, aliens usually. Some maybe sometimes. A classic. Classic. Yeah. You know what I mean? JFK. JFK. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, COVID. No, the I'm hits. <laughs> <laughs> and they all hit. They all hit. You do you like conspiracy theories? Are you a I fan? I love all of them. Yeah? I, uh, give me a mediocre reason to believe something kind of <laughs> off. I'm in. I would have never guessed, honestly. Oh, yeah. I was on conspiracy TikTok for a bit. Now, now I'm on competitive eating TikTok, which is <laughs> way more fun. <laughs> I have to get off TikTok. I don't do TikTok anymore. I'm so, it sucks me it, in. Dude, it's bad. It did it to me during the pandemic, and that's why I became even – because yeah. I was a conspiracy theory when I was 18. Like, there's yeah, they didn't need to get you. They had you. Yeah, exactly. And then it was just like I, for years I let it go, and I was just like, okay, I'm a functional human being now in the world, and then all 2020 happened, and I was like, TikTok nope. TikTok came. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and yeah. now I'm just like, yep, yeah, I was right this whole time. No. You know the TikToks <laughs> where they try to kick you off? It's like, oh, you've been scrolling too yeah. long. Oh, yeah, they stopped yeah. giving me that because they're no like, kidding. she's just yeah. going to blow through it. <laughs> she doesn't care. I have to make sure I have like those uh, notifications to get off the apps. Like when I'm on Instagram, yeah, it gives but me you that can notification. Ignore those. I do all the time. Uh, yeah. Not now. Yeah, like, ignore for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. TikTok is your guilty pleasure, social think, media? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good algorithm, dude. Literally it's, it's the best. Perfect. It's I so good. I love it. It's amazing. And that's like that's the thing where I, I used to work at a YouTube company. I used to talk about it a lot as algorithm. And that for sure just blows me away how That, good that and AI. Instagram ads. Yeah. They just they get me. I feel seen. It's, I feel validated. <laughs> those Instagram ads are overwhelming sometimes though. They do yeah. it too much sometimes. Like what what's crazy is when I first started stand up, very self-deprecating, very about dating, mm -hmm. talked a lot about getting ghosted. <laughs> and there's I got a Amazon ad that was like for a book, how to not get ghosted again. No kidding. And I was like, Amazon, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no shit. I did. That's weird. Yeah. Stuff like that weirds me out. It was out. too much. It's it weirds me out. That's where that's why I'm a conspiracy theorist, just because of that shit alone. Yep. Like seriously. They're listening to everything we say. They I feel like, like I'm not that entertaining, so like listen away. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not tripped out about it. It's just like it's weird how it happens. Oh, it's just weird, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's weird. All right, we won't get into more, more conspiracy theories. You guys haven't <laughs> heard, heard, heard enough. You've heard Eight 33 episodes of fucking conspiracy <laughs> theories from me. I'm gonna stop. Are you a religious person? Not really. No. Did grew you grow up Catholic? Okay, how was that for you? I did as well. I went to Catholic school my whole life. Yeah, I went through like fourth grade, so had a little bit of it, and then. After I had to go to like Sunday school to like, you know, mm. did that through getting confirmed. And then my parents were like, all right, you're done. I'm like, all that for what? I, could, I feel like I, like I could have done nothing this whole time. So your parents were just like, all right, you're good. There's you like, you just go have to go through the motions. Mm. Okay. What do your parents do? Uh, my dad works in cybersecurity. My mom just hangs out having yeah. the best time. She like, she likes to upcycle furniture. That's kind of like her fun thing she does and sells it. Okay. And then, yeah. Cybersecurity, that's wild. Yeah, I never really knew what my dad did. Oh, he's in the C uh, CIA. Yes. Yes. In FBI first grade, something. I thought he was a magician. So career day, I was like, <laughs> he was a magician. He like came and did tricks for the class. Are you serious? Yeah. He's got to be working for this fucking, I don't know, what is it, CIA? CIA? CIA. 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 Yeah. Okay. okay. I, it wasn't until I watched The Office. I was like, are you Jan? And he was like, 
<laughs> kind of. That's wild, so, dude. Yeah. No kidding. I feel like I'm just kind of an idiot, but he does, he's, yeah, business, cybersecurity, Jan. Put it's that like together. Meet the Parents, too, right? Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, ben Stiller. I've seen it. Yeah, it's one of my favorite comedian, comic, uh, comedy movies. Yeah. It's so good. It is so good. Is that the one where they're milking the cat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> such a good movie. But you don't like movies. I'm not a big movie head. Yeah. Oh, I've watched some movies. Mm-hmm. That's always been a big thing, like dating. If I'm like, yeah, I'm not a big movie person, every guy's like, oh, I'll sh- I'll catch you yeah. up on. That. I'm like, please don't. It's such in L.A. <laughs> I'm gonna talk through it. I'm gonna like <laughs> get distracted, wander off. Yeah. You're, you're gonna get mad. Yeah. No, I, ever since I started comedy, I I like I don't really watch movies anymore because that's I what I used to do. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're too busy trying to think of stuff and write stuff. Yeah, and- exactly. And then you're all right. Like it's just a lot of time taken away. So much time. Where at least the TV shows, you can just be like, all right, I'll come back to this. Yeah, I can keep up with like one show at a time. Yeah. Do you watch com- uh, like stand-up comedy specials and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah? What's your favorite or what's one that you like right now? Um, The Shane Gillis one. That's a good the one, beautiful- dude. I watched it like maybe 10 times. It's a good one. That and the Michelle Wolf one. Okay, I haven't seen the Michelle Wolf one. You haven't Wolf seen it? No. It's so good. It's like three parts. Her writing's insane. Okay. Yeah. I'll give it a try. Okay, for sure. I- I'm into like Jeff- Jim Jeffries right now. Oh, that's dude, fun. He is... So fucking funny. I didn't know who he was. He came, well, I've seen his face before, but he came and did a podcast with like Neil Brennan here. Really? Yeah. And just met him. I heard his Australian accent and I was like, Australian comedian. You're like, I'm yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I saw him. I was like, okay, cool. And then I watched his shit. Dude, he is so funny. That dude can write. It's amazing. Yeah. It's great. People's writing. I'm just like, at, how? At that experience level, it's wild. You know, I actually just like experience was, uh, do you know Armand Gorgian? Mo? He's oh, like, yeah. a, like his wife's a divorce lawyer. I think so. Uh, so he had this bit where he's talking about his actual his wife is, as a divorce lawyer. And I, this bit was like, he first time I heard it was like maybe two months ago. And I heard it yesterday and the writing has changed so much and it's such a better joke. I haven't right. gotten there yet to where I can take a bit that isn't working and force the writing out of it. Right, right. I have, every, usually if stuff isn't working, I'll just shelf it. I'll just be like, eh, I'll do it later. I've, yeah, I've done I, that plenty of times. Now I'm like, okay, I should be able to start at least kind of reworking things. Right, and have have are you doing that now? Like a little bringing bit. Bringing older bits back and rewriting them, having them sound different. Yeah, yeah. That's such a crazy skill to me. Honestly, I haven't reached that at all. I don't even think I'm anywhere close. It's not working yet, yeah. but I'm like, I'm at the like, I'm like, I think I could do. It. I think I can try. Right. Well, maybe you're just at that point where you. Exactly, like exactly what you said. You you think you can try now, right? Right, like you have that confidence to kind of like just see it from other angles, right? And have you taken a good joke that you know works, but have rewritten that to make it even better? Because I haven't, I, I don't Not know why I've never even thought it, about it. But I'll like think of just like other things. Like wait, there's a whole tangent there. I think like, that was like a because I have like this one joke about like uh, a dance teacher that was a pedophile. And like his mom's in the story, and like I'm like, wait, let's talk about his mom for a second. Like, she, there's a whole like, who is she? And so that's oh, been kind of fun to like explore. So you you've been doing that now lately. You've been going into the mom tangent. Yeah, and, and then you like, bring it back. Yeah, yeah, because like he got arrested. Like she calls me like to be a character witness. I'm giving away my own joke, but like, <laughs> and I'm just like, I I, I always kind of blew through that. Like she did that, and I'm like, you know, you're crazy, but I keep the joke going. But I'm like. What a good mom. Oh, shit. Uh, right? <laughs> if you're standing up for your pedophile, that's pretty insane. 
That's good. Dude. That right? Because there was <laughs> one. Good. There was one set where I just like offhandly go. First of all, great mom, and that worked. And I just kept going, and I watched the set, and I was like, "Wait, there's something there." I'd never thought of that. Wow. That was just like off the cuff, like. So I'm like, oh, that's something to explore. Wow. So I'm not like rewriting anything. I'm just kind of like adding on, expanding a little expanding, bit. Expanding, right? Dude, that's crazy. I'm yeah. nowhere near that. I think I just I don't even think that way. It's wild. But sometimes I expand things way too much where it breaks. And I'm like, mm. I had a good thing. Yeah. It's, and how do you, how do you feel like go, going into that mom stuff and bringing it back to the original? Is that a hard segue f- for you to do, or you just go straight back into the original? I try to just go straight back into it. And does it usually I've, feel like it work? Yeah, because right now I haven't like expanded it enough to like have her own thing work. Like I, uh, I'll be like, good, like, great mom. And people are like, yeah. And then I try to like talk about it more. And it, I haven't gotten the more to work yet. Uh, but I know there's something there. There has to be. There has to be. At least a couple tags. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think like, you know, it wouldn't be too much about her. But I think it'd be just short enough where I'm like, I can bounce back. Mm-hmm. Keep the show going. And you feel like this is, you, you've been doing this a lot more? In terms of fi- finding those th- those things where you can expand that joke, yeah, yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's because you have to fucking listen to your set. I've been so bad at listening to my yeah. sets, but Same when here, I dude. do, I do find like so much easier to tag yourself. So much easier to find. Oh, there's a tangent that we could for sure go on. Mm-hmm. And you're doing it at these open mics, like recording yourself, or these shows? Both. Both, yeah. I try to do videos for shows now yeah. to make my little choppy videos. Yeah, right. 100%. And then I'll just audio my uh, mics. There you go. Yeah, same here. I mean, it's the most economical way, or I think. Right, yeah, right. It's a word, right? Economical. Economical. I don't, know. I don't know. Makes sense. I'm trying to be smart. I'm not. I mean, you got the glasses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you fooled me. <laughs> and I'm Asian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> were you Were you smart? I mean, you went to grad school and shit like that, so you mm. got to have been smart. Kind of, in high school, not really. I was like, I'll just skate by. Right. Wasn't till college. I was like, maybe I should try. It was like junior year of college. I was like, oh, I think... You should use my brain a little bit. Take it for a spin. Right. Yeah. And now, and now I feel like with like my job now, wanting to do stand up, it's like, oh, I want to be like the nerdiest one. Like I listen to the nerdiest comedy podcast, just trying to like learn everything. Whereas high school me was like, I have a C in PE. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's how it is though. Growing up, like you realize, like you are actually resourceful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, what was there to be care about in school? Like, Nothing. Geez, I don't use any of that stuff anymore. No. I remember in seventh grade, I, I wasn't failing, but I wasn't doing great in math. And so I was, like, after school, like, reading an article about, like, the best position to sit in for your back. Like, this <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is something I need. And my mom bursts in, like, I just got off the phone with your math teacher. What are you doing? You need to do your homework. And I'm like... Algebra doesn't matter. Like <laughs> my sitting, my spine yeah. health is forever, mom. And like, you're sitting that way and talking and, to her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's basically like just sitting in like a lounger with your knees like bent. That that's it. Knees bent. Yeah. Like, like up, like your feet flat. Yeah. Like my, this. I get like that knot in the shoulders. You know. So oh, let's say like I was that. on like a yeah. I think well, I didn't get to finish the article, but <laughs> I think that's what I had it to was. Do math. I had to do my homework. <laughs> that's hilarious, dude. You're funny. You're fun to talk to. Honestly, yeah, this is this great. Is a, this is great. This, I could go on forever with you. This is amazing. Yeah. What day is it? Thursday now? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. been like a week. <laughs> Our eyes are yeah. just black holes. <laughs> you uh, you play sports growing up? I had to because mm-hmm. I went to private school. So it was a two-sport like requirement. Oh, wow. So in fall and winter, you do it. And then spring, you're like, I don't know what to do with free time. I'll just play a sport, I guess. Yeah. So I did cross-country. Track because I got cut from basketball. 
their loss <laughs> and then lacrosse. <laughs> That's I, I was track uh, like a runner. Too. I played baseball, but I was fucking. I was not athletic. I always thought I was as a kid. I was not. You athletic. thought you were yeah. that? Yeah. And then I got on like jujitsu, and then that's where my athleticism started to like yeah, shine. That's yeah. that's trendy. It, well, it was before it was trendy. I'll tell you. Oh, I, so it was weird like when you did it. Yeah, okay, it was, yeah, no, yeah, it wasn't cool yet. Yeah, it wasn't cool yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like eighteen when I started. This was back in like two thousand seven. Yeah. And it was it was fun. I I stopped like three three years, and um, I don't know if I'll do it again though. But I, I find myself like where it's like a, a sport where I can just be an individual. That's where I excel at, as opposed to like a team sport. Which yeah, I don't know yeah. what that says about me. <laughs> I don't. Main character energy. Yeah, exactly right. That's why you like stand up. Yeah. <laughs> I I love stand up, dude. Honestly, it's it's changed my life. It I really has, dude. When I first started, I was like just so stoked about it. I would just like wait for it to come up in conversation, just so I could like ah, like just go off about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. You, you still like that? Three years in? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because it's like I I think I was like on a date or something, and that's like half of what I talked about. I'm like, what did I talk about before this? <laughs> Also, like, so sorry to that person. <laughs> like, I'm sure I bored the hell out of him. Did you go on a second date with him? No. After, yeah. <laughs> the comp, no, people don't understand comp, the, com, the comedians, dude. Yeah, that's it's that's a special, why. Like, yeah, I like going out with like a, another creative person who like gets the hustle. Okay, so, so yeah. n- not a comedian, but someone else in the creative field is yeah, ideally yeah. what you would. Yeah, I mean, comedian, fine, but right. just someone at least who gets it. Fine, all right. Fine, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you find it. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, what you want to talk about? Uh, I feel like every time I answer, I, I get asked a question, I just blank on everything I've ever known in my life. Uh, yeah, it's like, what's your name? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, my name is Sarah. It's not even Whitney. No shit. Fun fact. What's your full name? Sarah Whitney Rayner. Sarah Whitney Rayner. I like Whitney though. I do too. Yeah, Whitney Rayner sounds. It's good. It, it yeah. I didn't like Sarah my last Rayner. name until I started stand up. Hmm. I thought it was too nasally. <laughs> if you say like Rainer, like Rainer, like it's just kind of nerdy. Rainer. And then like I started to stand up and like I heard it on the mic. I was like Whitney Rainer. I'm like, oh, she sounds kind of cool. <laughs> Who is this is that bitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I grew up. I was like, God, I gotta get married to get rid of this name. Now I'm like, I gotta get married to like spread my name. Like yeah, he'll the, take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the thing now, dude. It's like, a yeah, more common yeah. thing. My girlfriend does. I don't know if she wants to take my last name. Tugas. Tugas. Yeah. Which I get. That's a, that's a fun last name. Is though. it though? Is you it? are at the end of the alphabet, which sucks. Like yeah. I want to like marry an M and above. <laughs> that's kind of what I because like little Whitney hated being at the end Save of here. the alphabet. Same here. At the end of the line, everything, dude. End of the line. Lunch line. It was you everything. You the last presentation, so you just like had time to be really anxious. <laughs> You'd like be super anxious, talk yourself down, get really anxious again, and then it's your turn. You're like, <laughs> it's no good. <laughs> that's hilarious to me. That's so fun. What's your girlfriend's last name? Or what does it start with? Uh, S. Simon. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's not helping. And anybody. it's like French, so it's like Alicia Simon. Oh. Yeah. So it's very, like, very classy. Jesse Simon. Jesse Simon. But she says Simon when she's in America, yeah. Well, yeah. That's like yeah. the people who just say, like, mozzarella out of nowhere. <laughs> I hate that. I got into a fight with another person about it because they did it. <laughs> but that's how it's said. <laughs> Turn that into a bit. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Mozzarella. Mozzarella, yeah. You ever been to Italy? No, I haven't. No? I don't like it. Really? I went to Rome, yeah. I didn't like it. You didn't like it. Uh, Dude, there's something in their wine that makes them very emotional because I was an emotional wreck every time. Dude, it was bad. That's so funny. Like, I, like, broke down. I was, like, 
told all my, my girlfriend all my trauma. Oh, and no. He, just, he went to Rome and just trauma yeah. dumped. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it really like the most romantic city in the world? Paris. Or, uh, Paris. Paris yeah. yeah. Which was it literally is. That's my favorite city I've ever been to in my life. Okay. I went to Paris. Mm-hmm. I went to the Louvre. Didn't like it. What the fuck? I feel like you've seen one painting. You've seen them all. Oh, I love museums, though. I do. I don't think I like museums. Unless they're like modern or something different. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm like. Ugh, I think I like faked a migraine. I was like, I can't be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the um, Louvre, dude. I saw what? Mona Lisa. I was like, it, which, by the way, is the weirdest thing ever in that museum. It's Mona Lisa's on this wall, and it's for those of you who've never been, but it's on the wall in the middle of a room, and it's this small. Yeah, she's like, like this big. Yeah. And um, and then right, if you're looking at the pic, the painting, if you look, turn around, it's the biggest fucking mural. On the wall. I didn't even turn around. I was just like, <laughs> you just don't even care. I rolled my eyes and I was out of it. I was like, I'm gonna go to the cafe. That's hilarious. But did you like it's, it overall, Paris? Paris overall, great. Yeah. The walking food tour was really fun. Mm, walking food tour. You tell just walk to different restaurants and try like different samples of stuff. That's cool. And they like That's... to tell you about it along the way. Oh shit. And I befriended this like very odd couple. It was definitely an arrangement of sorts because one was like really hot and the other one was really old, but. Mm. Both very entertaining, and they watched Bravo. So, <laughs> like, I found my people. <laughs> so you like reality TV too? Oh, love it. Yeah, yeah. I for some reason scripted. It's fine, but reality, even though it's kind of like produced, like pop off. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It got okay. to a point during COVID where I was like, I'm watching all these people live their lives, and like, I'm just sitting here. Like, I need to go live a life too. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was hard doing even anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, the South was a lot different or where you're from. Yeah, it was a party. Yeah, exactly. I had no yeah. excuse. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Remember those uh, college COVID parties? Those were fun, right? Oh, college COVID those? parties, no. Yeah, where basically you couldn't go to the party unless you had COVID or if someone had COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something it's like, like that. It's like chicken pock parties. Yeah. <laughs> like when we were like kids. I don't know if I ever went to one. Did you, you got chicken pox? Oh, I got chicken pox. Yeah, you had to, right? Yeah, Like that yeah. was a thing, right? They it told was like us. weird if you didn't. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, me and my sisters got it all at the same time. Good. How many mm-hmm. sisters do you have? Two sisters. Are you the, um, the yes. middle? Yeah. The middle? Well, I almost yeah. said middle. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, did. yeah. But I would have guessed the middle. I yeah. would have guessed the middle. Yeah. Older sisters, two years older. Younger sisters, four years younger and married. Oh, okay. Wow. So, yeah. So, me and my older sister are like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how long has she been married? Uh, I want to say like three years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. It's, it's like a high school sweetheart type of thing. College sweetheart, no okay, way. Okay. They like got engaged. I think her senior year. Okay. And then they were married that fall, so pretty fast. But they've been dating three years before that, anyway. So, all in all, six years. Okay. Okay. Which is a long time. That is a long time. My longest relationship was three years, and I was like, "Whoo, <laughs> I can't do that again." <laughs> so, are you never been like a relationship type then? I've had boyfriends, yeah. but I think single Whitney's better. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I, I think that just says I haven't found the right person. Well, maybe it's uh, Colt Whitney. Whitney Colt is going to be Whitney. the best. Oh my god! Yes, that's going to be. Yeah, she's going to pop We're off. Love her and fear her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're too funny. Uh, yeah, fucking dating, dude. Good for you though. Like you're being comfortable being single because that's like it's, I feel like a I'm lot of people too comfortable. That's good though. It's, that shows yeah. very like independent. Obviously, you yep. know what I mean. Like you're just focused. Yeah, right, yeah. Because like, after that three-year one, I tried to jump into like a situationship right after, and then that got pulled out from under. I was like, okay, this is a side. Be by yourself. Right. 
you got things to do. Yeah. So. I've always been like a relationship type. I've been in two big relationships and like, I don't know, I just hate the dating part. I hate, not that I don't like being alone because I enjoy, because my girlfriend, she'll go to like France to visit her family for like, and you're like a few oh. weeks <laughs> and I get to do like whatever I want. So I'm like yeah. hitting mics, going to hang out at the comedy store, which oh, I should yeah. be doing a lot more. Um, but it's like, it, it's, it's fun. But then it gets lonely sometimes because I'm very like, yeah, I need someone to talk to. You know, I'm oh, very totally. social. I'm like a social butterfly. You are a social butterfly. I am. I kind of yeah. am. Yeah. You would say you're more extroverted then? You get energy yeah. from being around people? Yeah, I definitely do. Yeah. I go crazy if I'm alone. I can be alone for like three or four days and then I start going crazy. Yeah. Me, it's like a couple hours. I got to always be like, yeah. I, for some reason, I just got to like. Always be I'm, chatting. I th- yeah, I think what it is, I've got too many things in my head. So when I have a moment to just speak, I don't have to think about those things. Oh. Yeah. I don't know, again, what that says about me. Nothing good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me see here. So, sorry, I'm going to cut it here, but I'm going to ask you one last question. Okay. You said you want to travel or tour and stuff like that as a comedian. Yeah. That's the the only thing you want to do? You don't want to, like, act or anything like that? Because I think you would be actually great. Honestly, people have said that. I think and you I'm would. like, Bleh. and it's usually people like you who don't really right see it end up happening to. I want to get into voice acting right now. Mm. That's what I'm working on. Good. Okay, that'd be great actually for you. Yeah, like cartoons yeah. and stuff like that, like Just animation, cartoons, animation, even a commercial. Because I I write those already, so I know like the tone they want uh. usually, and like I work with voice actors at my job, so I'm like I know the notes that they're giving. Let's do it. Yeah. So we'll start with voice acting and see what happens. Dude, that's great. And do you feel like the stuff that you did or you're doing in advertisement is helping you with writing and stand-up? Oh, my God. So much. Writing and the, like, be, not presenting, but, like, being on stage. Because mm. I present to clients all the time. Mm. And, you know, they don't laugh at stuff. Or I'm on Zoom and I don't know what they're thinking. So I'm just like, here we go. I'm going to keep going. So it's, wow. yeah. And, like, writing headlines, it's just, like, Quick punchy things, jokes, quick punchy things. Yeah. So yeah, as much as I complain about my job, I'm actually very grateful because it gave me the skills to like help with stand up. Exactly. Exactly, dude. And that's a lot of like a lot of comedians, they don't really have that. You know what I mean? Like uh, we I talk it a lot, we or I've talked about it before with a comedian. It's like comedian most comedians are fucking useless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty useless yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is very true. Not on you. I'm thinking about that, myself. You yeah. are. You, that's right. <laughs> Say it again <laughs> for the people in the back. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> <laughs> well, Whitney, I had a fucking great conversation with you, dude. This was yeah, fucking this was amazing. Awesome. Uh, let's let the people know where they can find you on the socials. Uh, on Instagram, at Whitney Rayner. And Twitter, at Whitney underscore Rayner. Don't follow me on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to see all your... Liked videos. And yeah, yeah. Liked videos. Get on your algorithm. It's yep. not going to be pretty. It won't be pretty. No. <laughs> All right, Winita, thank you so much again. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. Bye.